welcome to Scottish Slash Reads. As always, I'm Alex. And I'm Jay. Uh, and this is the smutty book podcast you never wanted or needed, where we discuss books, authors, tropes, and tend to peen. Please be warned of spoilers and swearing from the outset and throughout. Welcome to episode eight, non-consensual night play is just disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's mostly going to focus on Je- Jennifer L. Armentrout's uh, from Blood and Ash series. Recently, the prequel came out, so we thought it would be a good topic. Not to mention, she just released the cover for The War of Two Queens. Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be topic. I am not a From Blood and Ash fan. I was planning on reading the entire series when I got my fairy loot copies that were all special edition and fancy. Bitch still hasn't gotten them, so <laughs> here we are. Okay, but Alex has read them, of course. So here we are. Yeah, I've read them. I've not read um, the latest one because somebody keeps me very busy with her. That books, is very with okay. her books and also Presley Cole. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. What do you want from me? Okay, I feel like if you were gonna read another one of her books, it's gonna be like when you read King- Kingdom of the Wicked, and you were just like, okay, but like, when is the next Presley Cole book? So. Oh, that was so yeah it was remember kingdom of the curse and then i ended up disappointed anyway (laughs) if anyone wants to see my non-spoiler review it's on our instagram (laughs) yeah if you're not following us make sure to follow us on our instagram we post a lot of memes about reading and um smut in general so definitely recommend we're scottish last reads and we're gonna start. But, right, we're gonna start doing reviews as well. We're gonna do like. Oh yes, reviews. we're actually gonna start reviewing and pretending like we're like a real book thing. So you know, not just someone who loves memes, <laughs> which is really like my icon now. <laughs> That's literally all me. But anyway, Jennifer L. Armentrout's from Blood and Ash series. This I'm sure you've seen it all over TikTok. Everyone has like a boner for Castile, which I'm just kind of like, you know, whatever. And this was another thing that I said earlier. Someone showed me art and it was um, Castile and Kieran. And Kieran, I know is, Kieran, I know is black, but yeah. they made Castile so dark. In they the made art. it the same, like, like shade as yeah. Kieran. And I'm like, no, no. Like- and it's a weird thing that is like popular that everybody, um, like all the like main characters are really dark. But like the the authors won't make them like biracial, but the art will make them biracial. Yeah. And when people yeah. say like, "Oh, that's how I see them in my head," I'm like, "Yeah, but that's not how they were written. So don't make them like don't black code them yeah. in your art if they're not black. Don't credit them with diversity if they're not writing diverse." Yeah, I agree. Which I mean, this was another thing with Jennifer L. Armitage. She had that whole like, oh, the thing about Tony. Yeah. I know. <sighs> Listen, I love the books. I think that Kieran is a strong enough character that I don't know that there's much of a case about that, yeah. honestly. Um, I think I get what people are saying about Tawny, you know, how she's just like sort of like a lady's maid. Um, but she's also got a lot of potential in future books, I think. So yeah. I mean it's hard to judge a series before it's complete. Um you know, Jennifer L. Armitage, she's a white cisgender author. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Um, and the other thing about the fan art that I'm going to complain about right now, because I know we've spoken about it before, so I'm just going to get it out of the way. Um, fan art that makes Poppy stick thin really fucks oh, me off. Yeah, that's another thing. She's always like 
skinny washed and she's supposed yeah. to be like curvy like she's yeah she's supposed she's yeah. not i mean she's i wouldn't say she's plus size she's supposed to be curvy and she's very strong and muscled because she trains yeah. all the time um but it really fucks me off when i see they all want her to be like super delicate which i feel like is the opposite of like yeah that's not her like it's the message of the books yeah so it's exactly. always weird to me when i see them and she's like even the fairy loot copies she's like stick skinny on them yeah and although like, i will say though <laughs> that while like because i know jennifer l armchair is like complained about this also in her writing the only thing that makes you think that she's plus size is because poppy mentions it like twice and she's like i eat cheese and i'm like right that <laughs> i'm like that means nothing though <laughs> okay <laughs> like it's not like it's a, it's not like it's like i don't think it's very well written that she's like curvy because it's yeah. just mentioned like in the passing and then like every like three sentences it's like oh poppy ate cheese and i'm like well you know okay. what else is there to eat like <laughs> i know right as someone who's lactose intolerant i'm like okay good for you like eat your fucking cheese bitch <laughs> you eat cheese you eat cheese listen i've told you this all lactose intolerant people we just don't care we're all like in the mood okay. of like you know what life's too short anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna shit myself in two hours and i don't care i'm literally gonna be on the ground after eating this one time i had a lactose intolerant like attack that i was like laying on the floor of my office and i was like this is it you know this is my standard (laughs) when you're eating cheese you're like this is this is jay's problem in two hours not me (laughs) yeah was legit This is future Jay's issue, not mine. I mean, you know what? I'm I'm gonna ask Jennifer L. Armantrout, can you please make Poppy lactose intolerant? Because that would be hilarious in the books. Oh my God, <laughs> just Larry your cheese, man. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> no, just Larry your cheese. Imagine if book four. Imagine if the War of Two Queens. The main plot point was <laughs> that Poppy was developing lactose. <laughs> I'd Stop, that, that would be five. amazing though. Five out of five stars. Spice five out of five. <laughs> five stars. Just just the sexual tension between Poppy and a block of cheese. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, speaking of, I hate when people, this is gonna be another thing about blood Nash. People who rate books as spicy when there's sexual tension and no smut. Yeah. Yo, yo, that's not how this works, homie. That is not spice. That is sexual tension. It's not spice. Check our spice scale. Yeah, check our spice scale, obviously. And that's going to be a problem I know with like a lot of people, especially people who've read um, Akatar. Akatar, I'll give it to him. Like I said, it's a gateway smut. I think uh, you go from Akatar, honestly, to from Blood and Ash. Yeah. I feel like that's like those two, like then yeah. you go and then you're into like hardcore, you know, blood blow jobs and Cressley Cole. So okay. Then. Maybe there's a couple more steps, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe Listen, there's a couple okay. more steps. <laughs> I read Cressley Cole at eleven, you know, and look, oh, I every, perfectly fine. Every one of our listeners knows fuck all about us except that you read Cressley Cole at eleven. That's all they know. <laughs> it's true. I mean, that's what it is. Um, but that's one thing. Um, I know that from Blood and Ash is considered to be more spicy than Akatar. People who give it the five peppers, I'm like, okay, please. So please I no. I give it two and a half. <laughs> oh, two and a half. I feel like that's higher than I expected. I give it two and a half only because 
this is like for the series as a whole not for like specific books right only Mm. because I think some of what happens in the books is like quite spicy so there is a bit where Castile drinks from her clip like I love that for him I love that too but like I don't think you can give it less than that if that happens so while there's it's like mostly world building like I mean look at the thickness of these fucking books right that's all world building with like five smart scenes like come on yeah so that's Um, like another thing I mean I think a lot of like there's a weird trend in fantasy recently that like people need spice yeah and it's like requiring authors to go farther which I think is fascinating but like at the same time I'm like you know you can't like there's so much smut that you can do to plot and world so I don't know so I'm going to drop a really controversial opinion here do it I don't think by book three okay when you've got books that are 700 pages long I don't think by book three you should still be heavy 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 world building unless they've moved worlds or they've moved locations I don't think you should still be having 300 400 pages of world building I think it's too much I mean that's something that like I feel like you haven't if you don't plan that as an author I feel one of the things I feel about Jennifer L. Armstrong is I feel like wasn't from Blood and Ash supposed to be like a trilogy I think it was originally trilogy yeah so I think that now when she did a crown of gilded bones was like oh shit this i gotta change i gotta make this longer for another i think she's doing five now five books um, and a oh. castile pov but i think that that might be running alongside one of the others i don't think it's i don't think it's like a new story you know how i feel about the uh male solo pov books yeah but anyway they're never going to be as good as people expect them to be okay but Going back to our episode about um, A Touch of Ruin and A Touch of Darkness, Hades' perspective was much strong, much more strongly written, I'd say. I was yeah, but I feel like that's because they were, that was less fantasy world building. Yeah, I think so. But I'm hoping, well, I'm saying I'm hoping there's less world building. I, probably not. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying is like, how are you going to do Castile POV without repeating basically everything that happens in From Blood and Ash? Yeah. I mean, look, so you saw me before before we started recording. I was like freaking out, like trying to like remember everything that happens in the three books. And I've reread them multiple times and I was like, I don't fucking know. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I went to see that movie Dune the other day and it was like three hours long. And I literally texted you and I was like, I don't know anything. I don't know what the plot was. That's like how that I was amazing. It. You're like, I loved it. The movie was so long and I still don't know what it was about. <laughs> Okay, that's my relationship with these fucking books. Like, literally, like, I've read, what is it? So, must like, seven, fourteen hundred, like, twenty one hundred pages of these books, and I still have no fucking idea what's going on. Like, there's yeah. so many characters, and they all have, like, the same names, and I'm like... <laughs> like, there's, like, an... There's, like, an... What's their name? Like, what's her name? Like, Elona? Eliona or something? And then there's, like, an Eliana, and there's a Malik and a Malik, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, come on. <laughs> Like, there's more names, Jennifer. Um, there is more names. Someone's under a Pinterest link, honestly. Well, I mean, I think that's another thing is um, I know that in her new prequel is getting roasted in reviews because apparently it's like, it doesn't make any sense or whatever. 
and also she refused an editor for okay so that's not true i read i read a statement about this it's not true tell me give me the give me the tea you know i love it so i read i read like an article about no she posted um saying that she is an editor through her publisher but just some of the copies have got like issues so you just need to like tell the publisher but she does have an editor and also she's got some sort of visual eyesight disability so she struggles with typing and stuff so I don't, I don't know it was like a long convoluted way of saying don't blame me for this <laughs> okay how okay so i don't understand how there could be some copies with errors i don't know i don't know because they, sure they all print from this. the same file it's not oh. like they got different files there's some copies that there's like an error on the book like on like the back oh okay oh on the back i thought you meant in, like in the book no, yeah i'm gonna leaf through <laughs> yeah right no like, yeah i mean i think making also the fact that she made a prequel and it's 800 pages long a prequel no I, one wanted to nobody wanted this everybody wanted like because she left um the crown of guild of bones she left that was a cliffhanger so yeah. she's just delaying people from um getting two queens yeah i mean, I mean I'm gonna i think that. that she posts posting like an excuse okay also, the reason I heard about the editor thing is that she was refusing edits from the editor. Like, oh, well, so in the in the statement, she said that she, like, hits accept all or something, and she doesn't even look at it, or some shit like that. I okay, don't that sounds like something you should not do, but here we are. I know. Um, yeah, apparently it was on her Facebook. Someone posted it on the, um, oh, on the Mox and Cox on the GLA thread, actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So. Oh, of course. Shout out to Mox and Cox as usual. Our book club uh, on Discord. Uh, make sure you join if you uh, haven't joined already, obviously, or if you didn't find us through this. Yeah, this TBH. This TBH. And anyway, I mean, definitely, I think that I don't know. You know why I like Jennifer L. Armentrout, but you know, who knows who like. Wait, she's through Entangled? I thought she was through a different publisher. Hold on. No way. Oh, wow. Anyway. Anyway, right. So let's talk about the characters because like um, most books that I read, um, it's the characters that basically tells me how much I enjoy to see these or not. So um I love the characters in this I love Poppy I love that she's a strong woman that she's put in this position as the maiden where she's not allowed to do anything she needs to wear a veil um and yet she still escapes and like goes to like the red pearl and (laughs) she doesn't bang him she doesn't bang him there she doesn't whatever anyway but I do like her as a character um I I like her I love how she stabs people obviously the, the title of this episode is, of course, about how many times she stabs Castile and he's like low key into it. I love, of him. course, you know. And as someone with a knife kink, Alex obviously resonates with that. Can so, we go you know, one episode go. without you? <laughs> one. No, we can't go one episode without one fucking episode. <laughs> but basically, it's like one of the things that I feel just from like how people feel about the series as a whole, I feel like her strength is like you know not progressing farther if that makes sense like she started really strong and then like probably kind of like faltering as a human like she's not like 
I'm altering the character. That that's going to change in the new book, though, because the last book has set it up for her to be like badass again. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it seemed like for most people, it's like they felt like the crown of killed bones was a lot of wasting their time and then like 100 pages of actually what the book should have been. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly like so the crown of guild of bones here's what i'm going to say about it i love the start um the whole middle bit did not need to be there yeah um, <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's like yeah it's like she definitely didn't seem like she needed no that it, whole middle section. It's, it's honestly no. how i felt about this is gonna be such a like random thing when i was reading the deathly hallows for harry potter and they were introducing the deathly hallows in the last book yeah i, and know. I was like and it was like this has come out of nowhere I was like, well, I, I couldn't like really like re- resonate with them at all because yeah, it was totally new information in this world that I felt was really well built. So but that's kind of the way this is going. Like every book you've got, like you've got like new myths, you've got new gods, you've got, it, it's just, it's a lot. Right. And yeah, I love it. I love it. But I loved reading from Glenn Nash. Like, I loved it from start to finish. And, and then, how much of it is you loving Castile? Well, then. Yeah. See, this is the thing. It's like, I think that you love him. You tend to love, no offense, you tend to love the main character t- so much that you kind of excuse the. Yeah, I do do that. That's why I like Akatar still. Yeah. You know that. Because, like, I will not read Akatar, but I will read. Uh, Mist and Fury onwards purely because, because you love Cassian yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it is one of the good things about Sarah's books is that she does make these fantastic characters I have my other issues with her obviously I had a dream though the other day that I read Throne of Glass and I'm like now I'm thinking about it <gasps> oh my god you could do the reread with us I mean, you know, that would be very controversial for you. Oh, come on. You'll love it. We'll see. Hobbit Ruin. <laughs> so, okay. I should probably mention this for us. Uh, one of the things my new job apparently is, is to fix the fade to blacks for Alex. So one of the things that, okay, spoiler, obviously, is that um, in the end of Kingdom of the Curse, it ends with a fade to black. And Alice was very upset about that. So I was like, you know what? We can do the role play. I'll be Wrath. I've never read Kingdom of the Curse, but I have this weird ability to like <laughs> really emulate these characters, even I've never read the books. And it's like funny because when we role play, I'll, I'll say things or like they'll do things they did in the books that I had no idea about. And Alice is always like, how did you do that? Like, I don't understand. But yeah. So that's apparently my new gift um, to give people. I fixed fade to black. So I'm going to put that people? on a business card. To give people? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I give Alex. I'm sorry. Anyone listening who was like, oh, man, I should uh, definitely talk to Jay about some fade to black. And then it was like, no, I'm just kidding. She's only Alex's fixer. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, we started with Lorcan in the lead. So we did. <laughs> Our babies way back when. Our babies. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll think about maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I think don't know. What? I, could, you, could I just like, I mean, I'm happy to give you rundowns on the first three so you can start with Aid of Fire when Rowan comes in. 
No, I won't do that because, you know, I like to be really critical of every single thing. I know, but the first one is so bad. Well, then here we are. Anyway, this is not from Blood and Ash. Sorry, this is from Blood Yeah, sorry, we're totally yeah. off topic. That's, well, that's another book I'm still waiting to read if I ever get my fairy loot editions. Um, you know, here we are. I might read them. I'm sure I'll have very critical opinions that are very unpopular. I mean, one of my favorite things to do is go in the Sarah J. Mass thread and say that Asriel should be fired. Because he should be, but anyway. Yeah, and then you upset everyone there. And then I leave the thread like a drama. Yeah, but anyway. and just there like, hi. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, from Blood and Ash, I mean, War of Two Queens comes out in March. Yeah, I've pre-ordered so, it. So, you know, we'll see. It's probably going to be another 800 pages, but, you know. I think it is long. It, it looks long. Yeah. Which I feel like a prequel should, if you're going to do a prequel, it shouldn't be 800 pages. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is not a thing. Why don't, you know, why don't we talk about my least favorite scene in the book so far? Tell me. Okay. So my least favorite scene in the books was from book three, actually. <laughs> oh, God. I hate thinking about it because it's so fucking weird. So um, Poppy and Castile are like on a beach with like all of the, oh, they call werewolf something, but I can't remember. Wilvin with all the wolven and the wolven are like partying or whatever and <laughs> kieran starts like getting a blowjob from this like i don't know girl oh my god are we talking about the joining no 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 we're not talking about the joining that's not happened and yeah. well, we'll talk about it after um so poppy's like watching this blowjob happen and she's never given castile a blowjob right so she's like watching it happen and she's like really like enjoying watching it. And I thought it was creepy as fuck because her and Kieran have such this brother-sister bond that I was like, this is weird. This is fucking Wait, weird. she's gone to book three with never giving Castile a blowjob? Never given Castile a blowjob, no. Wait, has she? No, she's not. No, well, she did in book three because she watched and then she watched do it. Yeah, so then they went away and did it. But I think that's leading up to the, um, the joining. But controversial opinion... I don't fucking okay, want it. I mean, yeah. I don't want it. I think that it'd be weird as fuck. Like, I think Poppy and Kieran are so like siblings. Um, I think that Castile is really possessive. I don't know why he's gonna let anyone touch Poppy. Um yeah. I, I think don't... that people just like I okay. People need to learn to differentiate through fantasies that characters have from foreshadowing. So like in Nesta's POV where she like has a fantasy or whatever about Azriel and Cassian, that's a fantasy. That's not something she feels like she's going to act on or it's foreshadowing. Yeah. Same thing with Poppy. You want like, she can like watch whatever, like it doesn't have to be a threesome. And honestly, I feel like a threesome would weaken her and Cassian's relationship. I think so. Because, you know, like, especially if it's like a one-time thing, it's just weird if you yeah, have it like yeah. a one-time thing with one of your best friends and like you have to like look at him knowing what his dick feels like yeah know? I know I listen I've I've been very vocal about the fact that I don't want it Jennifer L. Armantrout has mentioned it in every book the joining um, and also in every book it's followed by it doesn't have to be a sexual thing so but I know that everybody wants it and I know that she's been like doing promos like on TikTok that look like it's likely but if it does happen, um, I won't be happy. I mean, honestly, I think it'll weaken her and Castile's bond. I but think it'll just weaken me. that. And I think it'll weaken Castile and Kieran's relationship also. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of thing that, you know, 
maybe this is like a bit of a controversial opinion, but I think threesomes and books should never be like the third best friend. It should always be like someone you just randomly meet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like someone you'll never see again. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't particularly like reading about threesomes anyway. Like, I'm yeah. all about possessive males. So. We do have an episode that's actually going to talk about uh, thruples versus threesomes later. I think that's actually the next episode. So that's like something we'll go deeper into. Um, the only thruples I have experience with are Kate Robert. And I don't know. Yeah, I, I prefer the really overly possessive alpha males who even like if they're like best friend, like looked at their wife would like about to kill them. That's just yeah, how yeah. I vibe. Okay like for example okay I'm gonna come off sounding like a psycho here but (laughs) one of the hottest moments in the books was in book (laughs) was in book two I know exactly what you're gonna say (laughs) should I not say it say it I love it but it's funny (laughs) so one of (laughs) one of Castile's like guys um basically said something about Poppy being scarred and Castile ripped his heart out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that was your hottest moment oh that was so fucking hot you don't yes okay I have to I knew exactly what you were gonna say when you said started that I was like it oh was my God. so hot I reread it like five <laughs> times because I was like I was like why will no one rip out someone's heart for me <laughs> oh my god that is amazing <laughs> yeah I don't know we'll see um you know War of Two Queens coming out. I don't know. I think that one of the problems with JLA is that I think her quality of writing is going down as they go far farther. I mean, let's be honest. It's never been great. People love her. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I I think people love the characters. Yeah, I think that she's another one of those authors that the characters speak to you on a different level. Obviously. You know, yeah, I th- I think, and obviously, I'm more interested in Jennifer L. Armitage than I was in Sarah J. Mass for, um, because my goddess, my queen, um, actually reviewed her books. So, oh my god, I cannot. Yeah. I, I will give you. I will give you ten dollars if we can go one episode without you mentioning critical. I doubt it, honestly. Well then, and I'd like to point out that I'm like now converting more people on our book club about it. Yeah, I know that thread's getting real busy. I know. (laughs) It's so funny how more and more people are getting into it. And I'm like, welcome to the club. I've been here a while. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just one of those things, you know, like, I think that we have a lot to see from Jennifer L. Have you read her other series? I have um, Storm and Fury. I've never read it, though. Yeah, I have I have no time. I like can barely re- keep up with the reading you give me. Never mind like all the other shit that. Oh my god, you don't have to read anything I give you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So when I'm finished, when I'm finished, what is it? A kiss of a demon king or some shit? Are you telling me you don't have my next Cresley Cole lined up? No, actually, I don't. Oh, I am shook, and also I think you're lying to me. So, well, well then, here we are. Well then well then well we are we hair flipped at the same time (laughs) such nerds i can't um literally so i mean one of those things we'll have to look forward to it obviously i feel like the atlanteans and making them vampires and wolves i feel like that's lame 
to be honest. This is one of my things I hate when it's like you have a fantasy world and you create fantasy races and the only ones you make are vampires and wolves. Yeah, I think though that like the Atlanteans are not, I mean, they are, they are vampires, but they're not like vampires. Oh, okay. Okay, well, no, because, no, because the Ascended or the Vampires are closer to what what we would call vampires. You know, it's funny because there's a series that I feel like that uh, it's funny because they relate the Atlanteans to vampires, um, which is Sherilyn Kenyon's uh, Dark Hunter series were actually the main like god a uh, main like character like leader of the dark hunters is the atlantean god of um he's like the harbinger um but with the sinking of atlantis it was like apollo cursed all of his like descendants to either be vampires essentially or be dark hunters kind of thing it's i'm like not explaining this well but it's interesting how that i just realized that there's that weird connection with Atlantis and vampires now. Now I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, huh. 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 I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> but that's also a good series. But I mean, not my favorite series, but it's one that I do have most of the books for. So, yeah. Who I think, knows? like, I would recommend From Blood and Ash to a reader. Yeah. I feel like it's a good, I, like I said, I feel like that Akatar, you move from Akatar's intro, then you go to From Blood and Ash, and then you go into actual like smut. Although I would say though, that while like I think that that's only on the smut level, I think if someone's new to fantasy, I would put this much later on because this is very convoluted, honestly. She's holding up a shadow in Ember, the prequel. Apparently it's. Uh, oh, no, they're all convoluted. <laughs> Every book you put from Blood and Ash all convoluted later. Every every oh my god, you're such a wreck. I love it. Every book, there's like ridiculous things that happen in them that I'm like, for why though? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, like, why did that happen? Are there like, are there like, oh, this god did this? And I was like, okay. Who the fuck is that? Like, I, you've never mentioned their name before, and then all of a sudden they're this really important god. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on ever. But it's I mean, like, we'll look forward to what happens next. Hopefully, I'll have actually read the books. Mostly, we'll see. I mean, I'm a very strong DNFer, guys. If that wasn't obvious, if I'm not pulled in immediately, peace. Okay. Uh, there's too many books in the world to not to power through a book I'm not enjoying. Okay. Okay, but why don't why don't you tell them when the last time you read a book was? That's pretty rude. <laughs> technically, I read. No, Akitar. you can't use me reading to you. No, no. I technically I read Akatar, but that was more like a. I wanted to see what the hype on TikTok was about. Okay, so has I it been two years, Jay? <laughs> it's been three now. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, listen. Do you want me to go into why? No, I know why because Kresnikov went missing and died. Right, I know yeah. that. But, she's okay, back but now, now she's back. Yeah, I know. So no, the first thing my first reading thing slump gonna is going to come to an end. The first thing you're going to read is Monroe, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So. Oh my god. So you're I'm not not, gonna read not me like checking every day to see like if there's a description on what happens in the book because I'm like I need answers. I check most book. days to see if I can pre-order the paperback. Honestly, it's up. What the shit? 
yeah, Monroe's paperback is up now. Well then, it's a good thing I've just been paid. I can do that later. We're, we're recording right now. That's my <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, as we get off topic, we love you all. Our next episode's all going to be about thruples and threesomes. So we'll probably end up talking more about the joining. Uh, make sure to tune in. Oh, sorry. We were absent for a bit. Basically, life got in the way. I mean, Alex refuses to quit her job, you know, no matter how many times I demand it from her. So here we are. Like, you know, I mean, I definitely recommend adding Alex if you're in Mox and Cox and telling her to quit after you listen to this episode because... I demand her attention so we can do this podcast because I love doing it. What's not being mentioned here is the fact that Jay went from being five hour time difference away from me to being eight hours. Oh my God. Why is it my fault? Because I moved back to LA. Why is it my fault? Because I have a job. (laughs) Because you work on the weekends. I work all the fucking time. What do you want from me? Maybe. Oh my God. You guys should see her face. She's like bright red anyways we love you all we'll see you soon yes we will see you soon looking forward to it yep bye